Hello and welcome to a more perfect podcast. Today is a special day. Today is an awesome day because today Gavin is back. Thank you. It's good to be back, Dylan. I appreciate you inviting me on again. In case you've been living under a rock, just like catch us up on the one word that has occupied Washington for the past like few, it, it, it seems like forever now. Impeachment. Oh man, bingo, we have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, yeah, so, so this episode is gonna like mainly be covering impeachment, everything you need to know about it without all the stupid details. Democrats are getting ready to bring out the BFG if you get my Doom reference. <laughs> I, 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 I do get your Doom reference. That's an epic gamer moment. I consider that a victory royale in my yes. books. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so th- th- things are wrapping up. I just wanted to cover all the testimonies and the stuff that's been going on in Washington. There's three people that we're mainly going to cover. These are like there's been more public hearings than this, but to me and and to Gavin, these are the most important people. Mm-hmm. Gavin, why don't you why don't you talk to us about like this first guy? Uh, William Taylor. Yeah, he was in the military. He's a veteran. Uh, I believe he was a captain for the army, and he is testifying against Trump. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he overheard private phone call with Donald Trump. Uh, talking about Ukraine and stuff, and he overheard that, and <laughs> it's something you shouldn't really do. Kind of, kind of, kind of sneaky. I guess he's just trying to use that to just like try to attack Trump. He's like, "What about this? You did, you were you're keeping this private from all of us, and like this ain't cool, dude." You know, he's just trying to use like Trump's like private, you know, like conversations that he has with like these important people to like turn it against him or like switch his words around and like just attack well, yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. William Taylor, he was, he, he is an official dude. He, he's not someone like r- random hobo no. uh, out on the no. street uh, by, by, uh, by any means. Th- that's how he was able, or, or I, th- I think it was actually one of his aides, was able to overhear this phone call. And they're using this allegations of a overheard phone call against Trump. I mean, this just shows you like the lengths that they're trying to go with these witnesses pulling these people in. It's just so stupid. It's ridiculous how they're just hiding within like plain sight and like you know just overhearing these conversations that should be overheard. That's I wouldn't say that's basically stealing, but it's kind of stealing. It's a lot of really private information that shouldn't really be released until like you know further notice or things have been talked about. Yeah, like they're just going straight into the point. So yeah, it's it's crazy. What if what if these calls had like classified information on them, like and, that we and, didn't want the Chinese that, to know? If it has like private information, like that shit gets released, like it, a whole world's gonna be able to see it, able to like maybe access it. Some hackers or something like that yeah. will be able to access these files and like, oh, they have all this stuff, and then we'll have to get bribed and stuff, or like money is like, oh. You want your information back come and get it baby but <laughs> yeah you just can't have that private information approved Talk like hey you, you're allowed to talk about this or you know you can like show this to other people because yeah. it's very bad yeah that's a good point they're just kind of spitting stuff out there with it with these witnesses you know we don't know if it's been run through like like what, like what if it was a secret so that's a that's a really good point the second witness is is a woman she was the former uh she was a former ambassador Master yeah of ukraine like to ukraine or something like that. yeah she, she was an ambassador and she got let go by trump because she was like bad news or whatever right no. trump tweets about her he tweets that she 
quote, everywhere Marie Yovanovitch went turned bad. She started off in Somalia, how did that go? And then fast forward to Ukraine, where the new Ukrainian president, that's, that's Zelensky, spoke unfavorably about her in my second phone call with them. It is the US president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors, which is true if you just read the constitution, but mm -hmm. no, nobody does that anymore. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately not, no. Yeah, and then he said, they call it serving at the pleasure of the president. The US now has very strong and powerful foreign policy, much different than preceding administrations. <coughs> oh, bummer. Um, <laughs> And uh, it is called quite simply America first, yada, yada, yada. You know, he's done, he says he's done far more for Ukraine than, oh. Oh, if, for those of you who don't know, it's Obama. It's Oh, it's Obama, yeah. He didn't have enough characters in his uh, his box when he was tweeting. Yes, it's, it's so literally epic. Epic. Um, it's, it's epic. What are they trying to call this? Like, like they're trying to characterize Trump's tweets as, um... Attacking her. Yeah, attacking her. He, I mean, it's, like said, like he said, it's like a president's, like, given right to appoint ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you're, if you're going to appoint ambassadors, you want to have, like, some of the best of the best. Yeah. And, like, you want to, have to make sure you have some honest ones and truthful ones and, like, ones that are going to get work done. In the tweet, he talked about, like, she was having trouble in Somalia. I mean, Somalia is bad enough to deal with already, but, yeah. like... I don't really know, like, what went on in Somalia. Lots of stuff went down in the 90s. Uh, good movie, I recommend watching. It's called Black Hawk Down. It's Black like, Hawk Down? Yeah, it's like a military movie. Uh, it talks about whole stuff going on in Somalia, like, people getting food stolen from the government. Like, you know, just corrupt right. African government. Uh, deals with, like, army rangers and, like, Delta spec ops. And, like, it's really cool. Kind of gory. But I recommend it if you're interested in learning, like, what the deal was oh, going on in Somalia in 1990. Uh, 1993, I believe so. Clinton was president? Yeah. Really? Yes, I believe so. That's cool. Very cool stuff. I didn't know that at all. Well, <laughs> the more you know, bud. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you gotta have the best of the best if you want to, like, sure. Yeah, if you want to, like, spread, like, helpfulness. US interests. Yes, and interests. If you're getting, like, bad mouth about, like, Ukraine and you're appointed to Ukraine, and the, pre the president of Ukraine is talking bad about you. He's like, he's talking crap. Yeah. Like, what have you been doing over there? I think on some like some of the news channels are reporting that she was like pro the previous president of Ukraine. She didn't like the the one that just got elected. Um, his, his his name is again Zelensky, and she didn't like him. So why would we have somebody over here? I I, I just have to ask why would we have somebody like Yovanovitch over there who doesn't like the current government of Ukraine? If you don't like the current government of Ukraine you're logically not going to work well with them. If you yeah. don't work well with them, then you're not gonna, as you said, advance U.S. interests. Yeah, it's not like you're, everything's gonna go your way in a different country mm -hmm. with a different government. It's, oh, yeah. it's definitely not like the U.S. Like 2.0 or something like that. This, no. is a, this is a completely different, different policies, different country, different rules, different person. This is, oh, yeah. if you can't handle it, shoot. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're done for, bud. Game over. Game over. Um, <laughs> well, they're like they're saying um, to, to quote the treaty, like everywhere Maria Ivanovich went turned bad, and, and obviously Trump is being Trump again. He yeah. is always very uh, if you know if you guys haven't noticed by now. Uh, and Gavin, if you ever noticed by now, he's very vocal with his opinions. Oh, oh, um, absolutely. <laughs> just, oh, a, well, just a little bit. Really? No, I have no idea. No clue, <laughs> no clue honestly. Yeah. So. They're calling it, like, 
witness, uh, what is it, like tampering or like intimidation, right? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know, it's some, it's some legal, like some legal charge, and they're trying to like add it to the impeachment articles. Ooh. And m my problem with that is, um, taking it as a personal insult would be foolish. It seems like he's commenting on her career as a ambassador and not the actual, her, her actual character. It's not like a threat and you'd have yeah. to be like dense and like have the maturity of like a third grader to be, you know, threatened by that and say, I don't want to testify because <laughs> Like, are you, are you, no. We're, like, we're really just attacking like the things you do. We're not like insulting your family. We're not insulting your mom, your dad. We're not insulting like, you know, your bloodline. We're not saying like you shouldn't exist or anything like that. We're yeah. just like calling you out on like, you know, the poor job that you're doing on your job. Like people need to know that what? Know what what's getting done? Nothing. Take a look at this. Yeah, yeah. And and Trump had like literally every right to give his opinion on a ambassador that was under his purview. I mean, like, what is literally wrong with that? Like nothing. But it's just leave, leave, leave it up. Leave it up to CNN to find something wrong. It's you know? like a, <laughs> it's like a manager talking to an employee, mm -hmm. saying like, "Hey, you're you're doing stuff." do better you know it's just like it's like constructive criticism yeah like just take it just take this criticism use it for your like self and like just to do a better job do a better job and just keep getting better and like you know take baby yeah. steps if you don't have take to. it don't take it personally because yeah the substance of the words it's it's literally not a personal insult there's no way it can be taken as a personal insult unless you're yeah. like it's criticism, to it's criticism towards your work ethic and not your feelings. Yeah. If it makes if it makes it easier. Yeah, definitely. But that you know, like leave it up to the Democrats to call it witness intimidation and call call for another article in the articles of impeachment. Like uh, another section, I guess. Okay, so so that's that's what I'm with Marie Yovanovitch. I, can we just take a moment and just like appreciate like her last name? Yovanovitch. 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 Oh, jeez. Like, jeez. Okay, so so anyways, alright, so now on to our, our final and most important witness. So this is, his name is Gordon Sondland. So he is literally Patrick Starr. Um, first off, <laughs> he, he's like, they, they asked him, sir, do you take notes? And he was like, no, oh my God. He's like, sir, do you have any, any travel records of where you've been? No, why would I? Uh, sir, uh, was there a, was there a quick pro quo? Was there a quick pro quo? No. Can't see my forehead. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to see my forehead, man. And then, like, literally a few days later, like, literally a few days later, sir, was there a, was there a quid pro quo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course there was. <laughs> Where was this earlier? <laughs> what happened? Did you suddenly find your brain after a few days? It took you that long to wake up? He was, his hard drive was full, dude. We just have to, we, 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 have we to just had to expand it with an SSD. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, he just he just had to kind of swap the drives out, and and, and he's good now. He's, he's good. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not it's not, it's not like we're trying to impeach a president or anything. He know? had his sleep drive that day, and a few days later, he had his, his like, oh shit, we need to get stuff done. Drive. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, we're wait. trying to impeach a president here. Fifth <laughs> gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. So he has the memory of a starfish. 
I was obviously, you know, m making fun of it, but that, those were actual questions that they asked. So, so they asked them, you know, what was there a quid pro quo? And he was like, yes. And, uh, and we have a little clip here that you can, um, you, you can listen to right now that basically details um, them asking him about it and then his, his response here, listen to it. I know that members of this committee frequently frame these complicated issues in the form of a simple question. Was there a quid pro quo? As I testified previously, with regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting, the answer is yes. Mr. Giuliani conveyed to Secretary Perry, Ambassador Volcker, and others that President Trump wanted a public statement from President Zelensky committing to investigations of Burisma and the 2016 election. Mr. Giuliani expressed those requests directly to the Ukrainians, and Mr. Giuliani also expressed those requests directly to us. We all understood that these prerequisites for the White House call and the right White House meeting reflected President Trump's desires and requirements. Within my State Department emails, there is a July 19th email. This email was sent, this email was sent to Secretary Pompeo, Secretary Perry, Brian McCormick, who is Secretary Perry's Chief of Staff at the time, Ms. Kenna, who is the acting, pardon me, who is the Executive Secretariat for Secretary Pompeo, Chief of Staff Mulvaney, and Mr. Mulvaney's senior advisor, Rob Blair. A lot of senior officials. A lot of senior officials. Here is my exact quote from that email. I talked to Zelensky just now. He is prepared to receive POTUS's call. We'll assure him that he intends to run a fully transparent investigation and will turn over every stone. He would greatly appreciate a call prior to Sunday so that he can put out some media about a friendly and productive call, no details, prior to Ukraine election on Sunday. Chief of Staff Mulvaney responded, I asked the NSC to set it up for tomorrow. Everyone was in the loop. So that was Salmon's testimony. He had obviously a lot to say. I, I cut it for time, but you, I guarantee you, you guys are getting the, the important bits of the testimony. If, if I played the whole thing, I'm pretty sure you would fall asleep. I mean, I, yeah. I, I fell asleep doing research. Like, it gets pretty dry sometimes. And by pretty dry, I mean very dry. So that was, that, that was his testimony, but let's just zoom out here. And Gavin and I were talking about this earlier, and we came out with two, like, channels of communication between Ukraine and the United States. So the first one is, like, the State Department and like the official like ambassadors like you know Patrick Star I mean uh, Gordon Sondland <laughs> and uh, you know like formerly Marie Ivanovich and you got Bill Taylor cool kids in the gang um, yeah, the, the gang's all here yeah the gang's all here like like me and the boys just you know communicating with Ukraine um, <laughs> and then there's this dark spooky shadow channel it's kind of like um. If you ever watched uh, that Netflix show, 
Stranger Things. Did it uh, take you that long? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> man. Hey, like, there hasn't been a new season in, like, a while. Uh, they just made a new season in, like, July. And July. I, I watched the whole thing. It was really good. Uh, so, like, like, yeah, so there's this, like, spooky, like, undercurrent. The upside down. <laughs> the upside down, if you want to compare it to that. And this is, this has to do with, like, one man, and he's also bald, like, someone, <laughs> except he's kind of less bald, and he has a better accent, and, like, harder to listen to voice. His name is Rudy Giuliani. He is the personal, the personal uh, attorney to the president, and he has been, like, screwing around Ukraine, frauding people, advocating for the Biden investigation, which is what started this whole thing. And so those are the two channels, and Sondland was part of that first channel, as, as um, I'm, I've probably just said Sondland and Yovanovitch and the State Department were channel one, and channel two was you know, the Giuliani stream, so to speak. Alright, so, so, so back to Sondland. Um, so we obviously know that he did a quid pro quo, or, or he said there was a quid pro quo, but Contrary to the media's like, narrative and their, you know, bite-sized Mad Libs version of the uh, the testimonies, there was a gray area to it all. So he obviously said there's a quid pro quo, you know, I don't know how many times I can say that before I get to my point. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's a gray area. Gavin, you want to tell us about that gray area? It's a gray area, yes. It's. I think it's like where... Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew there was a quid pro quo, but they didn't want to say anything because they feel like it would, like, disrupt or, like, corrupt their entire, like, impeachment process. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they, if, I don't know, if maybe one of the Congress like, members or just any of the members during the impeachment process, like, they bring up, like, oh, I knew about this, too, and, like, all these other guys, too. Like, it's basically ratting themselves out because... And that's what they don't want to do because, like, it seems like a lot of people besides uh, Sondland, like, know, and like they're, yeah. they they just they're want, all kind of in cahoots. They're all in cahoots. They just don't want to explain anything or just like tell the truth. I would also, you know, off off of your point, that they don't want the policy towards Ukraine to be like exposed like that and it just be laid out because, yeah. as as you said earlier top secret like stuff this is like how we communicate with other nations we don't want china to know that yeah we don't want north korea we don't want mm -hmm. afghanistan iraq all kim, kim jong-un we don't want kim jong-un might want come over <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're at, i mean we're at peace with them for the most part like, for the most so. part, yeah i mean hey first president to ever set foot onto north korean soil pretty cool stuff i mean oh yeah yeah let's impeach that bastard yeah, yeah. dude yeah, i mean yeah honestly high five. yeah dude yeah. Yeah. Like screw, <laughs> screw Donald Trump. Like it's it's not like it's not like um uh you, you showed me the the animal cruelty thing that he did earlier. Yeah, and the freaking women's suffrage bill that he's freaking signed as well. Yeah, and that was like today. Literally today. And literally the animal cruelty bill signed literally a few days before that. Like he's done so much like in the past few days, like I've been I I haven't paid attention to the impeachment thing because i knew it would make me bored and yeah. i knew like nothing was going to be productive and nothing was going to get done yeah so like i was paying attention to like the positive stuff you know like he's, oh yeah he's getting this stuff done and like democrats just don't see it they just it's like 
we need to impeach him now. Hey, woman suffragette. Eh. Uh, oh, it's on my gray side. Impeach the bastard. Y'all hear something? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear something? Uh, oh, no, let's get back to this uh, conference where we can find ten ways to impeach him again. Yeah, migrants, like, being stopped at the border, like, that now the border patrol isn't being overrun anymore. You know, the first time I had you on the podcast, that's, that's you know, what we, what we talked about was the border. Yeah. And now, what do you know? It's kind of poof magic. Poof, exactly. Like, and it's because the crises aren't there anymore because he's building the wall. He's and building the walls wall. work. He's building the wall. Border, border security is becoming stronger day yeah. by day. Less drugs being smuggled into, less human trafficking, less illegal immigrants coming in. Like, we're getting stuff done. Seriously. Yeah, we are. Like, even though it's like, even though it's just like, like I mentioned, uh, uh, or Lauren mentioned in the uh, previous podcast, like, it's just like, uh, like, countries are just like, borderlines are invisible for a reason and stuff. Well, we're trying to make ours invisible. It's like, it's like, hey, you trying to come in? Listen, bud. We have yeah. a few <laughs> sets of rules. Sign here, 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 and here, and, uh, yeah, just don't. Just uh, give us your thumbprint and, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, like, what type? I don't know. Just grab a ticket, wait in line, we'll call you when you're ready. It's like the fair to like the rest of your life. <laughs> buy a buy, buy an unlimited ride pass. Buy a, buy a VIP pass for thirty five dollars. I went to the fair a few days ago. Yeah, me this too. should cost me like seventy dollars because I, I, know I got so VIP, VIP pass for like me and uh, a girl I was taking. Yeah, and freaking seventy dollars. I mean, unlimited rides in the mission, like cool and stuff, but like also I had to like take out a little cash because I, I want I want me some, some bear snacks dude they have deep fried candy bars and oh deep God. fried cookie dough deep fried candy bar dude I had, um, I, I had chicken on a stick okay yeah that sounds so lame <laughs> but I also had deep fried Oreos second that's that's good deep fried Oreos dude deep like, fried Oreos are okay I'm just gonna say it like like this like this is this is way more important than, than everything we've ever talked about but Deep fried Oreos are the best thing to ever happen to like the, the world. They're, I mean, they're better than original Oreos. They're better than original Oreos. They're, they're soft and they're crunchy and they have chocolate on the inside. Oh man, like they're the best fruit ever. Like like even when they're cold, they're good. Like nothing wrong with nothing wrong with cold a fried deep cookie. Fried Oreos. Oh man, just yum yum. Me at 3 a.m. going to my fridge, give me some cold deep fried Oreos. <laughs> the best moment, honestly. Oh yeah, that's definitely going to be the podcast description, like the entire thing. Cold deep fried Oreos. So it's like we talk also, about we talk about three <laughs> witnesses, uh, impeachment, and deep fried Oreos. Oh yeah, I dig it. I dig. I it. dig it. That's that's great. Great stuff. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap it up there, but but before we do, you know, Gavin, do you have like anything else that, that you want to say about you know anything that we've like talked about or like, stuff that we haven't talked about? Uh, rate this podcast five stars when you have a chance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really yeah. cool stuff. Uh, he's he's working really hard, and I like the work that he's doing. Like he has a lot of Thank guests you. and stuff. Like he he talks. He's a he's like not afraid to talk about what he has to say or what his opinion is. So I really appreciate that. I listen to this podcast daily. Uh, and for all you guys that think the impeachment process is 
No, it's it's coming up and it's going to be a big bang. You're kind of wrong, not going to lie, because <laughs> Trump has done nothing that made him like impeachable. Like he has no offenses towards him. Democrats are literally just like trying everything they can to get him out of office. Right. They didn't like him when he was first elected. They want to impeach him since then. It's mm-hmm. been almost four years. He, he's going on to re run for re-election, which he most likely will be re-elected. Every oh, yeah. time a Democrat complains about Donald Trump, a new Trump voter is created. So let's just get that out of the way. There have been oh, more yeah. Trump voters throughout the years since he's been in office. I don't think he's going to lose the next election. I think he might have, uh, I don't know, some high competition. But I think the country is going to do what they do best and vote for the right guy. Oh, yeah. Honestly. I, I, I really couldn't have said it better myself. The impeachment process, they're getting nothing done. Nothing's being... Literally nothing. Nothing done. They're just complaining and whining. If you want to make a difference... Do something. Do something about it. Do something that's worthwhile. Do something that's worth of your time. You're getting paid thousands and probably hundreds of thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. just to help your country and to help a guy who is running the country. Your your basic job is like, one of your only jobs is like, you know, be there and support. To pass legislation. Pass legislations, like talk and like, you know, just have conversations and like, just talk about things that could be and like couldn't be done. Yeah. If we wanted, if we wanted a WWE match, then we would have gone to a WWE match. Trump but has done we, that already. He has done that already. Oh yeah, he did. He, he actually did. <laughs> I was just making a metaphor, but like, if you look it up, then like, he, he really did, and it was it was actually pretty awesome. Look I, up, I, th- uh, I think he actually used to like moderate those, maybe. I don't, oh, know. I don't know about that, but I know he 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 started in some of them. Look up Trump. WWE 2000s or something like that. It was awesome. Very, very <laughs> cool stuff. We're going, yeah. to, we're going to tell our kids, hey, that was our president right yes, there. Yes, yes. He showed me a meme of that. It was hilarious. But yeah, let's just break it down. Impeachment process, kind of worthless. Uh, Democrats don't really know what they're talking about. Most importantly, build that wall. Build the wall. Build the wall. Build the wall. Say it again. Build, build the wall. The wall. Build the wall. Oh, and uh, don't abort babies. That's that's a big thing too. Cause oh yeah, wait till abortions are, are. That's still murder. From what I've learned uh, in EMT school, and there's a well, there's a definition. It's abortion, obviously. And the term, the the definition for the word abortion in EMT is uh, the spontaneous death of a fetus. So. Uh-huh. So that's what I've learned. Like it's like the un like it's like spontaneous death. Like oh, this happened to the baby. The baby just died all of a sudden. That that counts as abortion. Same thing with a miscarriage or like a stillborn. They just die in a womb. That that'd be considered abortion. What they're doing, yeah, is they're just taking out the body parts and just you know, and like what what they're doing when they mean abortion mm-hmm. is they're just. Getting like tubes or whatever and you know just tools like and stuff, just sucking the baby out, even when it's not dead. That's called murder, first of all. Yeah, that that, that is not abortion. Abortion is where the baby dies all of a sudden. Murder is when the baby is still alive and you're taking it out parts by parts. Even an abortion, uh, a yeah. former abortion doctor uh, testified in court, going over the process. He's done a process of over 1,200 abortions. Uh, late term and new just regular abortions mm-hmm. and he stopped doing it and he explained that like it's not a good process it's not good for the faint of heart it's not good for the baby obviously so yeah just abortion bad 
pro-life all the way. Yeah, you're like the, the, there's certainly you know a, a lot of evidence to back that that side up. Like my like for, like I've never I've never given my opinion on on abortion before. And actually, um, fun fact: before Lauren and I like recorded the third episode, it was called Bridging the Divide. Gavin referenced it earlier. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty long. It was it was pretty ones. long. It was pretty long. But before we. Um, I, I, I can't remember if we actually covered it, but I remember saying, I don't want to cover it. I, I, I don't want to touch it because like, that's kind because, of, you know, it's a it sensitive was like subject. my line. It was, um, well, well, it is a sensitive subject, but especially like, so for feminists. Yeah. Like for me personally, it's just like really just gruesome. And, and the only solid opinion I have on as, as far as like abortion and pro-life, pro-choice goes is I'm against late-term abortions third trimester that's just sucks like, like that's the one where they as, as you said they put the tubes in there and they just suck out the baby and they mutilate it it's awful it's like i, I think it's reminds me of the of the book the giver yeah um yeah and i think they have something like that in there it's just horrible stuff like you cannot <laughs> even if you're pro-choice you cannot justify yeah. a third trimester or a late-term abortion. Yeah. That's my opinion on that. My, my only solid opinion on that matter. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't I don't look into it a lot, but but that is that, that, that is cool that, that they um, they taught you about it in, in EMT yeah. school. Yeah, very very cool stuff. Like we we've gone over we've gone over like miscarriages and stillborn abortion. I just like and I just saw it. It was like uh, just death of the baby. Like it doesn't explain how the baby died. Just baby. The death of the baby so I'm yeah like, okay so keep it blunt yeah and keep it keep it honestly real because that's what happens yeah it's more babies are aborted and like more babies die each year than like people die to gunshot wounds like for people like who that's get, that's most likely true <laughs> for people who get killed via like gunshot or whatever that's like in like the 30,000s what aborted babies that's like almost in the millions right yeah because we have sickening. Very sickening. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to like judge your lifestyle. Say, hey, don't have an abortion. Like, it's don't kill the baby or something like that. Yeah. But that's it's just, just my it's opinion. Just, it's you just can your do, opinion. You can do whatever you want. I, I mean, um, he like. <laughs> I mean, nobody can obviously make you like. He's not. He's yeah. not like standing over you with a gun. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like threatening he's you. Just like, you better not have this baby. I swear to God. <laughs> like. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just saying, you do you, I'm gonna do me. Yeah. I, what yeah, I think you're doing is wrong, but I'm not, I'm, even though I may slightly judge you for it, like, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll still understand, like, you're doing this for you. And yeah. Like, it, it won't affect. That's, that's something that we, we all need to understand, I think. Yeah. Um, and Gavin, you, you honestly laid it out beautifully there, which was, we need to understand each other's points of view and we need to tolerate every single point of view not just toleration of the things that one political party is pushing and intoleration of ideas and um policies that the other political party is is uh is pushing so you know he's just he's just like very honestly like very well wellly um <laughs> <laughs> wellly 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I didn't yeah. even know they, they went over that in AMT school. That no, is, that no, is really cool. No, you're cool. It's just like cool stuff you learn around every day. I don't know. When we just wrapped it up, I just felt like saying like, hey, I'm going to say this oh, that's yeah. on my mind. Just oh, really, yeah. really cool stuff. I'm, well, I'm glad you did. I would... Um, it went from 0 to 100 real fast. It went from no, it's, it's fine. D for... Oreos to a Porsche. We, we that's that that's epic. Like like we went we went around town, we went um, <laughs> all over the town. Yeah. Very cool stuff. All right, Gavin. Well, I'm I'm glad that I was able to uh, I was able to have you on again. Absolutely. I mean, it's always it's always seriously awesome when when I can uh, get you on here. You know, yeah. you obviously have a a great opinion on things and a great way of of voicing that that yeah. opinion. Quite frankly, the coolest thing ever. Yeah, um. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate you having me on, man. Like, it feels good to voice my opinion, and like, people out there are like, like they get to hear what I have to say, even though yeah. they may or may not like it. It's it feels, I don't know, it's nice. Yeah, well, but, that's... and it's always awesome talking to you as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like definitely, like same to send to you. Of course, you're my friend, man. Yeah. Um, and that and that's what that that's what this podcast is about. You know, it's it's about the as i said as as i i've written in the description you know the the youngest generation eligible to vote we're all in college or maybe even seniors in high school this podcast is a insight into what what that demographic is thinking what the youngest generation growing up in this chaotic world and this rancorous political environment is is thinking and what we think and feel about all these things sometimes it's way too much to cover i mean there's, there, there's, I'm gonna, just gonna admit it. There's some things we left out in this podcast. There's some witnesses we left out. Yeah. But it's impossible for anyone to keep up with all of it. And this is just our opinion as you know, young voters and new political, like like political newbies, <laughs> um, so to speak. It is our, it is an insight as as to what we think, and that and that's like the the whole central purpose, and that's why this podcast was like created. Like one of the one of the big like core reasons is is that. Absolutely. Um, and and I didn't see I didn't see many podcasts out there like at all like like that were just solely focused on you know college kids and focusing on you know getting different opinions from that age group. It was all like political people like that were you know either had been in a news organization or you know were a talk show host or had been actually in the government they had served as a representative or an ambassador like like isn't it cool like how how our, our voices can be like carried across it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's really weird um honestly i'm still it's, it's still it's definitely something i get used to so so anyways uh let's just go ahead and wrap up the episode here um as gavin said uh, rate the podcast five stars. It really helps um, the the podcast grow. Currently, when you search the podcast, we're, we are the second result, and I would love for us to be the first result when you search up a more perfect podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I, I want my podcast to be you know tip of the top heap, uh, like top of the heap, so people can find it easily without having to scroll because that really does matter when you're trying to find something. And uh, your, your ratings obviously mean a lot to me. You, yeah. you can even write a review. So I just found out that Apple Podcast has a thing where you can write comments. You can leave comments on how you know I, I can improve, or if um, if you have suggestions on on what to what to cover, uh, I will. If you 
do leave a comment, then I will be sure to, to read it and to respond to it, maybe in an episode. You never know, but it is a it would be a great deal of help mm-hmm. if, if you guys could do that. If I so, can rate five stars on uh, Apple or Spotify, you guys can too, trust me. Yeah. It's super easy. Oh yeah. Alright. So with that, have a more perfect day. <laughs>